is a member of the Mice Chat Podcast Network. MicePod.com. Now, the podcast that's nearly the same as all the others. Warning, this show contains childish adult content and is intended for immature, mature audiences. Listener discretion is advised. The views spoken are ours and ours alone, not those of any other bugger. If you're easily offended, we strongly suggest finding another podcast. Everybody neat and pretty, then on with the show. very much. Uh, yes, welcome back to The Mouse's Head. It's been a long time. It is Series 3, Episode 3, if I'm not mistaken. 1A, 1B. Some, something like yeah, that. 1A, yeah. 1B. We had some people phone in, and now we're on Episode 3 of Season 3. Oh, it's a bit like Game of Thrones. Uh, hello, everyone. I'm Paul. I'm Nick. And I'm Paul. The and, and joining us in the bar again is Welcome Back Anytime. It's our resident tinkler of the ivories. It's Tom Amin. Hello, hello. Thank you for having me back. It's awesome to be here. It's, it's, hey, Tom. it's glad that you can find some time in your schedule to, uh, to, to join us. <sighs> oh, it, not a problem. I love being here. I just got to pop a drink now, huh? Uh, well, yeah, we, we, we do. <laughs> you know our schedule more than we do because we're doing this so irregularly now, which is bad of us. Um, but I guess the start is, uh, gentlemen. I don't know. I've forgotten. Do we do the drink first, or do we do, we do the how to contact us first? Oh, because no. that's sorry, important. Yeah, we do the drink first, Drinks don't we? First. Yes, gentlemen. What are we drinking? Go on, Tom. Well, you know, I I'm not that big of a drinker, but you know, I love my limoncello. So I just had to pour myself a little shot glass full of that. Good stuff. Not 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 too much. We we don't want to miss the miss the keys. Exactly, that would be bad. I, I, I was about to go down. Uh, there was a, a British comedian from a few, uh, well, many years ago now, called a pair of Morecambe and Wise, uh, and Eric Morecambe didn't play the piano very well either. <laughs> I don't drink lemon cello very well. I, I, no, I, <laughs> right? I, I, I don't know. I, I'll have to find a, uh, some sort of weapon. Uh, yeah, go on, Nick. Carry on. Yeah. So, uh, so because as we're recording this, it is uh, day before Thanksgiving. So, happy Thanksgiving to our American listeners and, of course, Tom. If it goes according to schedule, by the time you hear this, it's the day after Christmas. Christmas. <laughs> It'll be Christmas special. <laughs> happy Kwanzaa, everybody. Um, exactly. So, uh, so, in lieu of that, I got uh, America's finest beer, uh, which is, of course, the king of beer, Budweiser. Now, before oh. anyone groans, we all know it's not actually decent beer, but it is, nonetheless, the Associate of America. So, bottoms up. <laughs> Uh, there you go. They'll love it. There you go, Mr. D. This this yeah, well, this, this pre-Thanksgiving evening. Uh-huh. No, I'm uh, I am I'm, I'm sorry. I've not gone down there. The American should have done. But um, the butler. I mean, everybody knows this is England, so we've all got butlers. The butler didn't get me any beer in tonight. Oh dear. Yeah. So I went to I went to resort. I went to go down to the cellar and uh, resort to the old Scottish liqueur. Um, I have a little. Little Gleba. Oh, very nice, very nice. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I've, uh, I, I've, I couldn't find any Bud Light with lime. 
I, I keep hearing all about it for, from Nick. Um, mm. So, so I found Carlsberg Citrus, which I think is very similar. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Cheers, gentlemen. Um, Cheers. Should should anyone, because this completely hasn't got any Disney theme to it whatsoever, has it now? What happened to that? Please, someone suggest more Disney beers that we can find easily. How do they do that? <laughs> ah, well, if they have got suggestions, they can visit our website, which I believe is still www.disasterstart.com, oh, yes. or they can email us at podcast at disasterstart.com. And we're still on Twitter at disasterstart, and on Facebook, facebook.com, and I believe you can still find us on nicechat.com. They can indeed, and, and Instagram. Oh, sorry, that went down the wrong way. Oh, Instagram. I heard that go down the wrong way. <laughs> <laughs> In, Instagram, Pinterest, YouTube, um, yeah, other stuff. Um, Bebo, MySpace, Teletext. Uh, yeah, uh, um, and you can download Spectrum. our podcast from iTunes. And incidentally, iTunes is a good place to find other things to listen to. Oh, isn't, segue! Isn't it, Tom? <laughs> it really is, believe it or not. <laughs> and, and what's the latest I, thing we should be downloading from iTunes? It should be, if you're so inclined, I have a new album out. It's been out for a little bit, but it's it's been going pretty well. It's called Magical Moments 2, The Magic Continues. So it's kind of like an extension of my first uh, Magical Moments album that I did last year, uh, full of all kinds of fun Disney treats that I really wanted to put together uh, and mix it up a bit for this one. So uh, it's, it's pretty good. I, I'm happy with how it turned out. There's something for everyone on it. There's... You know, things from Let It Go, of course. Had to put that one on there, right? Yeah, to uh, yeah. the Mickey Mouse Club March. There's a Winnie the Pooh theme. I even did a Soarin' Over California, oh, which was a wow. it's a really requested song. And I had a ball doing that. It was awesome. I, I, yeah, it, it is fantastic. It's, as, as always, you know. It's, uh, and, and thank you very yeah. much for our theme tune. Oh, you're just, quite welcome. Just, just, just for record, that genuinely was you doing it for us, wasn't it? That was that was me doing yeah, it. Yeah, fantastic, brilliant. Thank yep. you very Cheers much. Cheers, Yeah, yeah. Even and when I play that out, when I go to play it like private parties and stuff, I'll play that. And as soon as you start that first dun da 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 da, da everyone knows that. It's hilarious. Everyone goes cheers. <laughs> so Tom, I have to I have to ask. Obviously, you've already released one uh, excellent album before this one. Um, and as you pointed out, it was called Magical Moments. So when it came to called the second one and to think of an album title, did it take you long to think about maybe <laughs> just calling it the same again, but with a two? <laughs> exactly. It's well, ins- I mean, it's inspired marketing, if you ask me. Oh, come so on. Led, Led, Led Zeppelin were doing it years ago. Mm. <laughs> I know. Yeah. It's funny. It leaves you a real problem. Yeah. It leaves you a real problem for the next one. <laughs> Don't know when he's it's gonna very close. creative. <laughs> yeah, well, I did. Um, the first album was called Piano and Pixie Dust, which I thought yeah. was kind of cute. Then when I did Magical Moments, then I thought for this third one, because th- I thought, let's do something different. You know, I'm trying to think of a name, but I thought, you know what? Why not just call it Magical Moments 2? The magic continues because it's still, I could have kind of pictured all of this as one album, like a double disc set or something, you know? So... If there were CDs, but there are. Yeah. But, uh, so, so that's what so, I thought I'd CDs, do CDs, I thought a double album came in a big 12-inch cardboard sleeve with two copies right. of War of the Worlds on each side. Exactly. exactly. I, get, I get mine on Betamax. 
Oh, no, you guys still come out. Or a laser disc. Remember yeah. laser disc? Oh man. <laughs> they, they, I, I, I still see those from time to time, and they are they are ridiculously huge, actually. Yeah, but those were like the big thing that they would just think. I remember when those first came out, I was like, wow, this is so cool. You know? Now I didn't I didn't get to see your press release, but I'm a, I I heard a rumor is uh, is Magical Moments two available on mini disc? <laughs> it is not available on mini disc. Tragic. Sorry. Tragic. We have to correct that right now. Okay, I'll I'll, I'll check the blurb just in case it was me misreading it. But uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't want people to go into their local record store and ask for it on mini disc and, and be left disappointed. Right, what, exactly. What? what, what, what was, yeah, let me say. <laughs> Someone take over. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, um, so what led you to the? I mean, obviously, you said that um, sawing over California was was the one that had always been requested. So, obviously, you've gone for things um, that you yourself like, or is this more a selection of songs that people have asked you to record? It's actually a bit of both because when I was putting, I knew there were certain things that I wanted to record and do on the album, but I also wanted to get ideas from the fans and from people that listen. So I did, I put out like a Twitter and a Facebook uh, a post. This was like a month or two before the album said, what, what song we guys like to hear. So I took the ones that were the most popular. Um, Sorn was a really big one. That, that was a good one. Uh, but the other one, uh, I'm trying, I can't remember if it was uh, Spectro Magic mm-hmm. or what, uh, When You Imagine. There were a couple like uh, like that weren't that as well known. Well, Spectro Magic's well known, but the When You Imagine from the Fantasy Suite Parade, I believe that was like a um, some kind of parade in Disney in Magic Kingdom. Way, I think like ten years ago. I'm not sure, but uh, I have that music. Like I have the CD, and I, I loved it. I'm like that would be a great song, you know. And I also wanted to do wishes because the wishes I I, I uh, combine that with uh, when you wish upon a star. I think that w- I thought that would be cute, you know, to do together. But I wanted to do wishes because they the first time I saw wishes was here at Disneyland, and I was so impressed. The show was so awesome. It totally felt like I was back at Disney World. I mean, the production value was so good. And so and then when I went to see the wishes in uh, Magic Kingdom, I have to tell you, I didn't like it as well. They did some really fun stuff here at Disneyland. So I wanted to put that song on there because I really fell in love with that theme as well. And I think, with, with, especially with things like that, they, they, it's often things tied to that. Do you know what I mean? Like, yes. it's, it's the memories that those things kind of uh, revoke, really, because, um, you know, I, I love wishes. Um, and, yeah. you know, I proposed to my ex-girlfriend, now my wife, um, at the end of Wishes. Yeah, because she can't be my girlfriend anymore. So she's, yeah. you know. Um, <laughs> and, and then when we went back to, uh, for our honeymoon, we had a meal at the California Grill and watched it out on the on the balcony there. Um, oh, so nice. Wishes is always something that, that brings back good memories. And, you know, everyone will have their own kind of stories like that or, or things that... You know, when they hear, I mean, I, I think it's just if, if I could say the Disney parks, really, that there's just certain bits of music that just bring back all these memories. Um, Absolutely, that makes them so special. Yeah. I agree. I mean, for everyone, I mean, myself included. That's why when I hear these songs, it just brings me right back. You know, to the first time I went, even or you know, if it was as a young adult or going as adult with friends, 
all these songs, like when I hear Sorn, it just brings me right to that ride. I mean, there, yeah. you know, there's nothing you can't do. You know, it's that's what the music's supposed to do, I guess. But it just brings you right there to that feeling of all the hang gliding over California. I mean, it's beautiful stuff. So I definitely wanted to get those in there. And I wanted to put in some other Disney stuff that I liked, like uh, the Peter Pan, You Can Fly. Always love that song. I always mm. loved um, So This Is Love. I believe that's from Sleeping Beauty. Am I wrong on that? No, you're right. Sleeping Beauty. That's I. I've always loved that song, so I wanted to Don't kind of put that in there. <laughs> I know. And I wanted to do a really unique version of Zippity Doo Dah, which I think I succeeded in. I'm not sure, but I think it's pretty cool. Well, who would have thought to have included a kazoo? I mean, inspired <laughs> right. work. Exactly. I, I know you didn't, but maybe for the next album, you know, yeah. just something to maybe think about. I, I can play the kazoo quite well, so if you, you know, really, yeah, yeah, All right, I'm well, gonna have to keep that in mind. I'm, I'm a little, I'm a little rusty, but you know, I'm sure okay. a little bit of practice, I'll, I'll find my mojo again, and uh, okay, you know, I'll fly out. I, it's good. Good. <laughs> yeah. Go for it. Yeah. In fact, I'm now going to take you up on that offer, and I'm going to make you record an entire Magical Moments album, specifically for Disaster <laughs> Dark, of Disney songs yeah. played on a kazoo, Mr. Brown. Well, a company in the pub singer yeah. on the oh. kazoo. Can you, exactly. imagine the, can you imagine him on the vocal? Yeah. We'll call it <laughs> Tragical Moments. <laughs> you know what? I'm going to call it Tragical Moments 4. Yeah. <laughs> in, in, in honour. Um, now, Love this it. is not to push you, Tom, at all, um, because the second album's only, you know, well, it's not just come out, it's been out for um, a couple of months now. Um, but uh, Unless we know. pretend we recorded months ago. <laughs> <laughs> it's just come out. Yeah. Yeah. Just or actually, by the time this comes out, it's been almost a year uh, <laughs> since, the, since the new album. Everyone's but, um, a critic. <laughs> but, um, you know, artists are, are constantly thinking of the next thing you know most not not every artist granted but most artists are, right. are there they've done the album they're now thinking ahead as to what to do next has that process already started with you it already has believe it or not yes there is a new project i want to do this will probably be the last disney album for a while just for a little bit i mean i've done three in a row i've loved it and i could record disney music for the rest of my life. There's I mean, an, I would have... gonna say, there's enough of a catalogue to choose. So. Exactly. <laughs> so I'm going to venture a little bit different. Where I, The next album I want to do, there's been no official announcement yet, but there there will be one, probably in like the beginning of the new year. But I, I'm going to do uh, a movie-themed album next. Ooh. So, so on this, this, this show will probably actually go out in the new year. So, okay, there you go. <laughs> I'm joking, I'm joking. You can hold that, you can hold that off for some, another time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. And uh, I, so I want to do that. And I've always wanted to do, I think next year at some point towards the end of the year, I'm going to do a Christmas album because I've always wanted to do one. So uh, I think I'm going to do that as well. And, and do you think that would be quite traditional, like more like carols, or do you think more kind of contemporary uh, Christmas songs that we, we've kind of grown up over the last, you know, 60 years with. Yeah, I think it's going to be more contemporary because what I'd like to do, well, I'd like to do is put some contemporary spins on some of the classics. Mm -hmm. So that's what I'd like to do as well. So I don't know. We'll see. I have some ideas, um, you know, going around in my head, but 
I love the Disney stuff. I mean, don't get me wrong. There's so much more I want to record. But we're gonna, I'm going to do a new project now in the new year that I think is going to be really fun. I'm excited about it. Uh, it does tie into Disney, by the way. Oh, good stuff. Good yeah. stuff. It does. Yes, it is Disney related. Well, I think if you are thinking uh, for things already for Christmas, for the Christmas album, um, I think all of us at Disaster After Dark, and I am speaking on behalf of the other polls as well, to be fair, but uh, I think we can all agree uh, we're massive fans of Christmas rapping uh, by, by Mel and Kim uh, and also Girls Aloud at some point. So uh, maybe not one you're familiar with, but one... You know, I'm sure once you hear it, you'll go, I need to put the Tom spin on it. Really? I got to look this up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll send you a link. We'll send you a link. Send yeah, a link. A, a link's yeah. the only way of doing it. It's not worth Googling for. <laughs> oh, come on. That's my childhood right there. You're, you're Joshua Gillespie all over. We, 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 may, we may as well say, listen to the darkness. Right. <laughs> Oh, the bells ring out for Christmas. You know what? I, I can I can hear that on the on the piano. You know, I get rock classics. It's not you know it's not the most absurd suggestion you've ever come up with. No, oh. no, no, because I have come up with some very absurd. <laughs> suggestions yes. uh, I, Tom, it, random yes. random question. Sure. If you were to, because we know you know we kind of interrupt your your day of playing in an actual bar. <laughs> properly for money rather than turning up in hours um if you were to end up in a dueling pianos bar have you got any musician that you'd like to work opposite oh that's wow okay i have a couple answers for this first you know one person plays a kazoo so yeah (laughs) right well that's always number one but besides that Second on the list, because, you know, the kazoo is amazing. It's yeah. got great range, Wrong. great dynamic. I mean, you know, it's amazing. <laughs> but uh, second on the list, if it was another pianist, I'd love to duet with Elton John. I mean, I just, ugh, that would be amazing. That would be very cool. So it would have to be dueling pianos. It would be him. Uh, and if it was, well... I was going to say John Williams because he's my favorite composer ever, but I guess it wouldn't really be dueling pianos, huh? It would be like me on the piano and him conducting something. You'd you'd be a bit outnumbered. (laughs) Right. But definitely Elton John. I think it would be so fun to play next to him. You know, it'd be awesome. Yeah. I can imagine. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's quite, he's quite the demon on a piano. Oh, I went to see his um, million dollar piano show in, uh, in Vegas a few years ago. Oh, how uh, was that? I haven't been there yet. It's amazing. Like, um, I mean, I actually only went because we were going to see uh, some boxing and the fight got called off with a week to go. Um, So uh, we got our money back for the tickets and Elson was playing the same night. So So the uh, choice between two blokes beating merry hell out of each other. Can I just point out, though? (laughs) Or a diva in a wig on a piano. It was was on Saturday night as well. Excellent. So it turned out Saturday night wasn't all right for fighting, fighting yeah. but it was all right to see Elson John. That's true. I'm not even making yeah, it up. They, they write themselves. <laughs> yeah, they do write themselves. And um, and yeah, so so we, we got we got tickets. And my cousin uh, goes to Vegas every year, so he'd been a few times to see him over the years. Um, okay. But it's a it's a really good show, and he's uh, he's very funny um, as well with it. And um, you know, obviously he's he's had a few operations on his voice over the years. Um, and they've kind of rearranged some of the uh, orchestration to to suit that. 
sure, change sure. some of the melodies and that, but um, but in, but in a positive way. And his voice is still, you know, for someone his age, still really good. Um, That's awesome. And puts on a good show. Yeah. It's actually just come out on um, on DVD and Blu-ray. Um, so I picked up a copy as like a memento thing, and um, I will say it's, it's not as good as seeing it live because it's you know they obviously cut bits out and, and whatnot. But oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah, it's it's uh, it's good, and the piano itself is is quite an interesting bit because it's all got video panels. So when he's playing songs, uh, you know bits of the music video will appear on there or or other things associated <laughs> with the song. It's it, it's uh, it's very clever. Wow, yeah, it's a very that's good show. cool. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. I only you live... need to get yourself one of them. I, exactly right. I would love to record a Disney album on that, and then they yeah. could video all the different movies that I'm playing or, or rides. <laughs> so, like, if I'm playing Spaceship Earth, like that's the ride that would be on the videos. Yeah, great idea. I would love that, but uh, yeah, I should get to see that show. You know, I'm only four hours from Vegas. Uh, L.A. is only four hours from there, but I just don't go there as much as you know i should i'm not a gambler so and i know there's so much more to do there but i just find myself not driving that far east <laughs> yeah i mean to be honest like I, when i went i i explicitly said i'm not going there to gamble because i'm not a gambler right i still gambled um <laughs> because it's hard not to not much not exactly. i'm not crazy um but just for a bit of fun but i, I mean i think that there's so much to do there and and so many different types of shows and entertainment that yeah. I mean, you could spend all your time in casinos, not actually doing any gambling, and have That's a good time. So true. Um, so, so I recommend. True. I it. love. I was just going to say, I've extended for a couple of a couple more years, so you've got you've got time to see him if you want to. That's cool. That's yeah. cool. I got to make a note of that. Yeah, I love. I do have to admit, I love the Star Wars uh, slots, the the penny slots or dot whatever. I could sit there all day. <laughs> just yep. do those slots. and then when you hit a jackpot like there's a big death star above you that spins around and everything it's really fun i i won some money on a godzilla uh slot machine and oh. uh it was all it was it was uh one of these things where it was, it was 3d um you know like the have you seen the game boys <laughs> with with 3ds you don't need glasses but you look right, at the right, right. Angle when it comes out of you and um, yes i won and godzilla came on the screen and the chair started shaking and there was like smoke and stuff and it was it was three o'clock in the morning i didn't know what was going on oh, just i want some money so that's so that was uh good they, they like to pull a show in vegas i think that's uh that's for sure cool that's awesome so you see you're not a gambler Tom, but you came on this show <laughs> this is a gamble worth yeah. taking yeah it's a yeah. gamble worth taking and he doesn't learn his lesson because this is what their third appearance now i think yeah, We've I managed to get is, you on yeah. the show three times, three and times. you've not got sick of us yet, which is uh, <laughs> great for us. Yeah. Well, I love you guys. You guys, I listen to the podcast. I mean, I do the podcast that I've been on. I don't know if people realize, but I do listen to them. I mean, sometimes I'm a, a week or two behind because there's a lot I listen to. But I listen to all the podcasts. I listen to your show. It's great. I love it. And you know, as Americans, we have we have a fascination with with English accents and England life. And you know that. So we, we love it. You'll love our new podcast, uh, Tea and Crumpets After Dark, actually. Oh, <laughs> <coughs> oh dear, oh dear. Oh my Tom, what's the, what's the holiday season coming up? Will you be visiting the parks during the holiday season? I actually, I have, I play at a restaurant three times a week. It's a really nice Italian jazz club. So I play there uh, three nights a week and I've met some friends there that we all love Disney. 
So we actually go there once a month, but not always into the park. We'll just go to like downtown Disney, walk around, you know, eat at some of the restaurants, go shopping, that kind of thing. But we were just talking about that. We'd love to actually go into the park soon. Uh, so I'm thinking I'm going to take a trip this holiday because I love Disney during the holidays. It's, it's just so there's something like extra magical about it to me. And mm. just the music they play, all the decorating, how nice it is, all the treats. And like the food and the treats, you know, that have these all these holiday themes on them. I really love it. So I think I am going to be going to Disneyland this holiday season for I'm, sure. I'm trying to remember. Just around the corner from, I want to call it Casey's Corner, but it's, it's Coca-Cola Corner or whatever it is ah. at the top of Main Street. Is there, there's a piano, isn't there? There, well, yeah, because there's a guy that plays the piano. Like yeah. they have a barbershop ish kind of, yeah. you know, piano. I think, yeah, and there's different shows there. I always stop and check him out when he's there. Have you ever been tempted, or has anyone recognized you and gone, <laughs> Tom, sit down? Go play. Yes. No, that that would be a dream of mine. I'd love that. I also noticed too, <clears throat> excuse me, when I was looking at the new Club 33 pictures, that there's a grand piano in one of their their rooms now. And I thought, oh, would I love to play in Club 33? You know, yeah, um, even if it was just one time. Oh, you've got to come to Paris then. Oh, I love Disneyland yeah. Paris. There's a restaurant up just on the left of Main Street as you walk up called Waltz. Really, okay. really nice restaurant. Mm. And downstairs in the foyer of the restaurant that's all upstairs, there is um, what is alleged to be Waltz's own old piano. Wow, that's amazing. And, and it still plays. There's always, you know, little kids in there where their parents waiting for the restaurant and they're just tinkling on it. And just <laughs> o it's open and available for playing. And I think they keep it in tune. I, I wouldn't know I'm tone deaf, but... <laughs> no, I've heard him yeah, say he's tone deaf. Go down there and start playing stuff. That would be awesome. Yeah, yeah. so if you, if you... Yeah, next time you come to Europe, let us know because we are going there and we are going to sit you down. Speaking that's of um, the holiday awesome. season in uh, in Disneyland... In Disneyland Paris, uh, when we have Christmas, Father Christmas also uh, makes a visit for uh, the duration of the Christmas period and go and see him. And it's, and he's, you know, I consider him to be the real one. Um, but obviously, we know that he can be in more than one place at, at once. Um, right. Does does he come and visit Disneyland during the same period? He does. He somehow makes time to come down to California and time he does difference. that. As time difference. Eight hours. Yeah. yeah. Well, nine That's hours right. in Paris. That's right. So he probably hits us up first, maybe? Yeah, because we're... Oh, no, yeah, I, I think he hits up first, it, then it, go over. Yeah, one of them, I don't know, yeah. Well, it depend, depends on the hour of the day. I mean, yeah. you know, they'll take it in terms as to which one he hits up first, yeah. I suppose. Exactly. Yeah. That's, a, that's exactly. good to know, though. That's good to know. Yep, he does make a visit. And I, I don't know if he makes a visit in Florida. I'm not sure. I don't know. He might. I'm assuming he does. Yeah, I'm, I, I think again, he does. there's a few hours difference, so there's every chance exactly. he, he'd have time to do it, and I'm sure he wouldn't let his fans down there. Exactly, so, right? It's quite, it's quite funny you said about um, going to Disneyland and not actually hitting the parks, um, <laughs> because I'm, I'm, I know you're not too far away from Disneyland, um, but I've got a friend who goes about three times a year, I think, to Disneyland Paris, and I think the last time she actually entered the Magic Kingdom was about four years ago. Um, she literally gets a train, spends two and a half hours in our version of downtown Disney called Disney Village, and then gets okay. on the train back home again. <laughs> there you go. Just because she likes the atmosphere. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, that's what we do. We just want to have that atmosphere, you know. Before I just insult anyone's home. intelligence. She doesn't listen. It's fine. She doesn't listen. 
Yeah, she doesn't listen to this. Two hours in downtown Disney, whichever coast that happens to be on, not a problem. Two hours in the Disney Village. What do you do for the other hour and a half? <laughs> uh, to, to be fair, Tom, um, if you think of what downtown Disney is like, if okay. you cut it in half and then cut it in half again and then <laughs> remove a few more shops, you've got Disney Village in, in Paris. Apparently, oh it's one of the things they're, gonna, they're looking at um, trying to, to change a bit. Um, but so it's really uh, small. Yeah, they've, they've put a Starbucks and a McDonald's and a, and a World of Disney store there now. <laughs> All right. McDonald's has always been there. And, and a, Lego, a Lego store now as well. We do have a Lego store. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and what's, what's quite nice is uh, because there's no uh, water nearby to uh, Disney Village, in the Lego store, they've got a um, representation of the Loch Ness Monster on the wall oh, made of Lego. Yeah, yeah. Because That's obviously cool. uh, they don't get to have it like they do in the other Lego stores in Disney parks. <laughs> it's, it's yeah, cute. I love the one I remember as a kid. The one that's in the water at uh, in Orlando. Yeah, they have, yeah. always have that one at the Walt Disney. Yeah, I've always loved that. Yeah, that's so cool. I've actually got the Lego toy of him. They mm-hmm. actually did a little Lego toy of him, and ironically, you know, you'd have thought because the one thing that annoys me about the Lego stores at uh, the Disney parks is the fact that they don't sell anything that's kind of exclusive. No. Yeah, it's like no like Disney thing that you can't get somewhere else. Um, and so I saw this little Loch Ness monster, and it's the same one that's in the water, and you get the same part, so it looks like it's coming out of the water and, and everything. And I bought it from the the, um, the Lego shop in Brighton. All right. Yeah. It's not one, not Orlando, not Paris, Brighton. We, we, we when we were out there, we did do the Lego store um, with the girls because they're into their Lego friends, which is the. Uh, Lego Unfortunately, the incredibly sexist pink Lego, without the little minifigs, but with actual little, slightly, well, I don't want to say realistic, no, they're Lego girls, basically. Mm. Um, and, yeah, we we bought some Disney sets. We got a Little Mermaid and a Brave Merida set. Yes. And I, I have oh. to say that following the instructions would have made this little Merida and her castle home and her squirrels <laughs> and stuff and bears and, yeah. Not my girls. They built her a spaceship. <laughs> Rock on. Nice. Um, on that note, actually, I know I know we're not really doing a news segment, but... Um, we will in a minute. Are we? We'll have Tom oh. beer all night. Yeah, that's true. Well, right. I've, got, I've got Lego news when, when we do. Excellent. I mean, actually, to be honest, it's pretty Lego news we've already done. What's but, it, well, we've, we've had so many weeks in between shows, I'll just repeat myself like an old man. <laughs> and hope no one notices. Yeah, I'm sure someone will notice. I, but... I just saw the Lego movie. Just like oh, a week. Oh, isn't it? If I know, saw... it's a paraphrase, awesome. isn't it awesome? Yeah. It was hilarious. I loved it. It was so funny. Yeah. Yeah. So, so well done. So well yeah. done. I loved it when the 80s guy built the spaceship and he just kept yelling, Spaceship! Spaceship, yeah. whatever. It was hilarious. <laughs> I had, I had, a, I remember when I was a kid, I had a small set from that range. So I had one little spaceman, and he had a very tiny spaceship, but it wasn't the one that he had in the film. Oh. Um, but I, there's so much to love about that film, and it's been really hard going into the Lego shop and seeing the play sets and not oh. buying any because I just, I don't have room. And I really want them. They've got what they've got in uh, January. They're actually releasing the uh, the double decker sofa. 
Oh, wha- get out. <laughs> yeah, they're actually doing That's that as a, as, a little, as a little set. I can't yeah. remember what I was watching on our, on our television the other I think it may have been um, Russell Howard was going on about how ironic the, uh, the, uh, the film actually was, where they teach you that Lego is not just to be played with and not to be made out of the sets and to free your imagination and make everything and then sell the box sets. <laughs> and the sets. That is true. That is true, actually. I suppose. <laughs> but those those guys are funny. The guys that made the Lego Movie, they, they're just knocking everything out of the park because they also made uh, Twenty One and Twenty Two Jump Street. Oh which, yeah, uh, both really funny as well. They're uh, they're on a roll. Those guys. Good stuff. Yeah. Good stuff. Oh dear, dear. So, any more questions for Tom? Should, should we? Uh, if we're going to pick one of your songs to play, Tom, which one should we play for us? Let's see. How about um, how about the Soaring Over California? How about that? That's a good one. Let's have a little bit of Soaring then. <clears throat> Sounds good. And it's at this point that I actually play it. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, the kazoo's not going to do it? <laughs> oh, where is it? I need more Nick, time. Nick, find your kazoo for next show. Look, the last time the last time I bought a kazoo, I bought it from the early learning center, which uh, Tom is a is a, um, a, a kind of uh, well, it's, a, it's a kid's store, isn't it? I'll tell you what. Look, look. That's not a kazoo. <laughs> like, what is that? Yeah, we'll edit we'll edit that into the show much better. Yeah, I'll tell you what. Ah, that was brilliant, Tom. Thank you very much for that. That was great. Well, you're quite welcome. Excellent. Oh, actually, no, I'll tell you what, we haven't, um, before we do lose Tom, and we yeah. can just edit this in afterwards. Um, okay. Well, we're recording people... again now, so you might as well. Oh, okay. I was going to say, um, before Tom goes, um, you know, he's got to get his plugs in. Yeah. We know oh, it's available yeah. from iTunes, but, you know, that's not the only place that we can find you. So, Tom, plug, plug, plug away. Sounds good. If uh, you want to buy the album or any of my other stuff, you can find it. If you go to my new website, TomAminMusic.com, all the links are there if you go to the online store where you can buy the MP3s or physical CDs of my other stuff. But TomAminMusic.com. But it's all available on uh, iTunes and Google Play Store and Amazon MP3s and CD Baby as well. So it's on all those websites. Excellent. And for the really geeky amongst us that are interested, i.e. me, what instrument do you play it on? I use, well, some some of the albums are real pianos, but this Disney album, I'm using um, Yamaha Motif keyboards with ivory sound samples. So in other words, these are like the really, it's the top of the line um, uh, piano samples that you can buy in the industry. So I use that in computers to record it. Fantastic. Yeah, well, it's great. I mean, it's great. Because I've only got a Bond Tempe. <laughs> now, I'm not sure I know what that is, but it doesn't sound very good. <laughs> yeah. It's, okay. I, uh, it's, uh... oh, all right, then. We'll, we'll, we'll do a duet with a kazoo and a Bond Tempe. Nick, what kind of kazoo have you got? Uh, a blue one. Oh, okay. I thought, I thought you were only... trying to I only you know work with what? red ones, sorry. I only work with red ones, sorry. <laughs> well, I am actually going to go out and, and buy a tin one. one. I'm going to go into a proper music store and buy a tin kazoo. I can afford three pounds. And, uh, and, we, and we want to completely live up to stereotypes, so you have to turn up with a set of bagpipes, Mr. D. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 
<laughs> oh, Tom, <laughs> as as per usual, it's been an absolute pleasure and honour to have you on. Thank you for taking the time out to uh, come and uh, and visit us. And quite um, welcome. You know, thank you. Thanks so much for having me. I always enjoy talking with you guys. No, thank you for the support. And, um, you know, as soon as there's anything else uh, you wish to plug, um, it doesn't have to be just Disney related. So don't cool. worry about that. The door is always open. It's pub for you. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, yeah, please uh, please come back. Thank and, you and so much. Not, not saying that we're getting rid of you now because you're welcome to hang around for... Uh, for yeah, I, prob- I probably do got to take off. <laughs> But, uh, got, 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 to, got to refresh yourself before the, uh, the the second performance. He's heard the pub singers yeah. coming in, and he doesn't want a crampy style. <laughs> want to have him have him let him have his own spotlight. Yeah. It's exactly. a really it's a really big spotlight. It has to be a really big spotlight. Cast, gotcha. cast quite a big shadow. Ladies and gentlemen, Tom Amin has left the building. Well, thank you. Oh, what love, lovely to have Tom. So. Thank you very much for that, Tom. Ah, we get on with the rest of the show now. Yes. Some, someone's playing something in the back. Is that your kazoo again? No, not no, not my kazoo. <laughs> Sounds no, like bagpipes to me. Ah, Are you listening to uh, the voice again? <laughs> oh, no, I think I'm going to play um, this this jingle. Uh, uh... A view of the news with this after dark. So I've, I, we're not doing many pieces of news, but has anyone got at least one? Yeah. Yeah. It's been it's been a long time since we recorded. Yeah. So um, maybe, maybe lots of stuff has happened. Uh, well, yeah, yeah. I mean, unfortunately, our prediction of Universal taking over Disney or vice versa hasn't happened. So that time yeah. traveling prediction was wrong. Oh well. Um, but in the time between recording our last show and the time recording this show. I managed to find. Well, my wife managed to find time to have another child. She did indeed. Yeah. So it wasn't. It wasn't a surprise because because I obviously announced the news on here. Um, but uh, yes, uh, four weeks ago, now we had a lovely, healthy boy named Lincoln. Now I know what you're all thinking. What is the Disney connection? Because we we had Alice, which is obviously Lewis Carroll, Alice in Wonderland. Yeah. But what is the Disney connection with Lincoln? I hear you say. Oh, yeah, Brian, are we allowed to guess first, or are you going to go and tell us? No, uh, you're not allowed to guess, oh, okay. purely because you'll you be, be barking up the wrong tree, okay. because there is absolutely no connection whatsoever. We yeah. decided on the name, and then thought, oh, well, there must be something related to Disney about this. And there uh, honestly the, the isn't. Wa- the Walking Dead is a, production, is a production of ABC, and the lead character is played by Andrew Lincoln. Actually, The Walking Dead is uh, actually made by AMC. Oh, yeah. One of the first, one of the I, I, first animatronic figures that Walt Disney ever produced was Abraham Lincoln. Abraham, Abraham Lincoln, yes. That, I mean, yeah. literally, that is the only one. Could you believe in not any of the 56, I believe, Disney films and the Pixar films as well that have been made so far, not a single one of them has a character named in the credits Lincoln? Not even a surname or a first name. Um, Amazing. In, in amongst all the places they were looking to build a Disney, a Euro Disney, many years ago, uh, was Paris, Spain, Madrid, uh, and Lincoln. 
you got confused with Trotter's Independent Traders, but nice, <laughs> nice try. Um, so yeah, so there is no Disney connection. We just both like the name, so so that was it. Um, so unfortunately, he's going to have to grow up knowing that there's no Disney connection, um, and yet his sister got one. Probably but not. Probably I'm not. I'm sure. A bad thing. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure. I'm sure we'll get over it. So uh, so I did want to say that. So uh, that's that's out there. Um, but what I was referring to earlier on about Lego news, and if I have said this before, I apologise, but for some reason in January, they're releasing the first set of Frozen Lego, uh, which is part it, of the Disney Princess, Disney Friends It's line. Disney Friends, so, oh, you know yeah. full well I'm going to yeah. Yeah. end up Because I'm going to have to buy it. Yeah. Not for me. No. Um, but for my uh, 18, currently 18-month-year-old uh, obsessed with Olaf daughter. Okay, fair enough. Fair so enough. Um, it's um, it's not a problem because I'm going to be buying it as well. I think the problem is I think a lot of people are going to be buying it because yeah. Lego is popular and Frozen is even more popular at the moment. Frozen isn't just even more popular. For the first time in 11 years, Frozen merchant or other merchandise has overtaken Barbie as the number one wow. girl's toy. She's, I mean, it, she's, it is she's everywhere, had, isn't it? She's had top spot for 11 years, apparently. But this year, Frozen merchandise is outselling her for Christmas. You could say it's the first time in forever, because 11 years does uh, does feel like that. It, 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 it is. It is. Um, I'm trying to avoid telling you to let it go now. Hey! But I, I can't. Love is an open door. Ah, <laughs> oh, just ah, oh, blew it. I, I, don't know how, I don't know how you fit that one in, though. No, you just don't. Now. Just rubbish. Um... <laughs> I, it's, it's a phenomenon. It, it's, a, it's an absolute juggernaut. Um, I just saw the um, in the UK. I'm, I'm not sure if this will make it across the pond or not, but uh, in the UK, um, they've announced for Christmas there's a documentary that's going to be on about how Frozen has become as popular as it has. And it's just a giant juggernaut. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they're, 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 they're actually spending prime time TV discussing this on Channel Four. Mm-hmm. So this is this is quite a big deal. They're making a big thing about it. Um, but, I mean, unlike... I, I can't think of any Disney film in my lifetime, um, you know, all 31 years of it, where it has had the staying power of Frozen. You know, yeah. even Cars, where you could buy the merchandise... You know, you, since the first Cars come out, you've yeah. always been able to buy toy Cars from the yeah. film. Yeah. Constantly, yeah. every year, they're just releasing more and more. Um, but this is the first Disney film where... It just feels like it hasn't gone away. I mean, it's being re-released for Christmas at the cinema. Mm. They're doing screenings, or they've done screenings at the Royal there's, Albert Hall. There's, there's a mobile cinema that's coming to our small Sussex village, which incidentally looks like the UK pavilion of Epcot and is about the same size. Um, and it's coming to our village hall for the sing-along version. Ah, uh, well, is that the one that's designed by Lawrence Llewellyn Bowen? Ah. Sorry, I've got some bad news for you there. <laughs> that, that's the other pull down. Yeah. <laughs> so there's a piece of news. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, it's crazy. I, I mean, I, the last time I went into Disney store in, in Oxford Street, it's almost three quarters frozen, where they finally come up with demand of uh, of uh, you know people wanting to buy stuff and, and it being there. But yeah. it's it's crazy, and that's a, and that's the thing. Like even my 18 month year old daughter is obsessed with. Not the film, she doesn't get the film, but the songs. Yeah. Every day we have to have Let It Go and uh, In Summer, the Olaf song, 
on YouTube, on the TV, and she dances around to it. She loves it. Fair so, you know, it, it's, they it's crazy. They Christmas TV ad, haven't they? Yeah, yeah, that's that. Yeah, and in the UK, and I'm not sure if this is the same in America, but we've got at least three companies that have got Frozen-based TV adverts for yeah, Christmas. Yeah, yeah. Smith's Toys. Yeah. Uh, uh, Vodafone. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Sky have actually nicked some of the animation. Yeah. Trying to make people in. Although that, that advert does also feature the Muppets. Yeah. As well, which is which is quite cool. And then the couple um, months will feature series five of Game of Thrones. Yeah, I just I, I still can't get into that. I know I'm waiting for the next one. Mm. <laughs> I can't. So yeah, just not my thing. But yeah, so so Frozen, Frozen goes on its way and it's missing Christmas. So that's great. <laughs> really good planning there, Lego. Yeah, you've you've yeah. missing the Christmas market. Obviously, it's it's either proper planning because they realise they can't manufacture enough in time for Christmas, so they're not going to bother. And that way they don't that way they don't suffer from the well we didn't have enough stock, or or they're just going to go well we normally sell out all the stuff over Christmas anyway, so we're just going to make more money in January and February now. But on that note. Um, for anyone that's after things for their kids for Christmas, and this is very age dependent, but because of the age of my children, it's appropriate to me, so I've got to pass that information out there. Um, they do a range of Fisher Price toys called Little People. Yeah. Now, they're a little bit like Weebles, right. except they don't wobble and they, they probably would fall, fall down. Um, they stand up, but if you push them, they will fall down. Um, but they've done for the last couple of years um, a range of Disney ones. Right. So a little cute version of Disney oh, characters. Yeah. Short fat All... Snow White. And... Exactly. Uh, and Corella... we've got a Corella the Veal and Carl and stuff. They've done a lot of characters. You wouldn't expect some a lot of characters yeah. that you would do. Um, but, um, and it's exclusive to the retailer Argos in the UK, although... I understand it's available in Toys R Us and Target and Walmart in, in America. Um, they've done a playset called uh, Day at Disney Park. Yeah. And it's like a very small Magic Kingdom. Awesome. To the point where it's got the front of the castle. It's got a very small bit, which is a, uh, it's a small world section with a boat that comes out. Um, a Dumbo flying elephant. And a Casey Jr. train. And at the awesome. end of the night, you press the button, and there's a fireworks show. <laughs> that lights up on the on the on the top of the castle, and it comes with a little Mickey Mouse, a little boy dressed in a Mickey Mouse hat. <laughs> Excellent. And uh, and it's uh, going to be for Alice because <laughs> she's having that. Yeah. And uh, well, of course, we don't get all the cool stuff, but in America they've extended that range, so they've got a uh, old-fashioned uh, trolley car, like the ones you get on Main Street. Yeah. Um, they've got a popcorn kiosk that you get in the, in the parks that comes with a Donald Duck. Um, and uh, other, there's an Alice in Wonderland one, so we're getting that as well. So, um, but, it's all, but it's all themed to what you'd see at Disneyland. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. I, I, can really cool. Dolan, I can see Paul Dolan's daughters getting really confused at the presence of shit. But yeah. look, I know it says 18 months plus, but just yeah. pretend it says 18 years <laughs> plus. <laughs> You, you're, you're, yeah, so it's 18 plus. It doesn't say 18 to, to, to 36 months. So 18 to th- oh, I thought it said 18 to 36 years. Yeah. Oh. Uh, <laughs> hey, actually, just shows you the generation gap. I think we've still got somewhere up in the attic uh, 
Disney Polly Pocket um, Cinderella's Castle. And, Mate, they and, go for, they go for money, you know. Yeah, we've got the whole thing. I think we've got the little Peter Pan ride, the little pirate ships, and the little Dumbo goes around and up and down. And That's Cinderella's awesome. Coach, we got all that. That's awesome. I've seen. I didn't even know they existed until a few months ago. Because, again, and this is something that you know, if you don't have kids already, you'll soon discover that when you have kids, you're always trying to find something really cool for them. Um, and uh, I was looking for Alice in Wonderland stuff, and this Polly Pocket set came up, and I was like, "What the hell is this?" Because to be honest, when it came out, I was the wrong gender to be interested in Polly Pockets. Um, but they did a lot of very cool Disney sets. Yeah, and uh, yeah, some of them go for uh, a pretty penny. So uh, yeah, there's there's the, as they say the college fund or, right or, there in the loft, or, or next year's Florida holiday, or next year's Florida holiday. Anyways, that's all my news. Yeah, I'll um, shut up now. Yeah, my news was, was the, um, the the Barbie thing. Um, that's massive, though. I still think it's massive news. Yeah, something else, yeah. Has, something else has got to have happened since we last recorded, but we weren't going to do too much news. But. Yeah, so uh, see they're um, bringing up these new, I think I'm going to call them that, but as well as the glue and the show ears, there's like magic wands, and they've got, they've got a whole range of products that are going to wow. light up and glow and flash in time to things like Phantasmic. Now, I've got to have a little bit of a soapbox here. Because when we went to Phantasmic this year, it was great and we had a great time, but they're selling all these flashing lightsabers and all sorts of things, but particularly the lightsabers, which are about three feet long. Yeah. And if you've got like four excited kids sitting right in front of you in front of Phantasmic yeah. with these things going off right and waving them right in front of your face, it's, it's, not, it's not great. It doesn't really enhance the experience, i got to say. Mm. No, I can understand that. It's, Although it's, it, it's second only in hatred to uh, people with their iPads filming it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, that annoys me actually. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, saying that about the the um, the light up stuff for uh, the shows and that, I just actually um, bought some things from a Disney store for a friend of mine in America, and uh, when I was putting the order together. I thought, oh, I wonder if there's anything else I want to throw on the order myself. So, and again, bearing in mind, 31 years old, um, I bought myself an R2-D2 um, that you press the... You, it's got like a little button on the side, and it's got these arms that fling out, that light up. None of the things that spin around you get in the park. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's, a, it's an R2-D2, one of those, basically. Oh. But as he does it, he goes... And another R2, because I mean that wasn't really that was a really crappy Essex version of R2D2. Um, so the one that I bought actually sounds like R2D2, and not the crappy version that I sound like. Um, but yeah, um, and you know I know I'm 31 years old, but I've already you know defended that decision by saying to the wife, yeah, no, I'm just buying it now so that Lincoln can have it when he's older. Which I imagine is going to be a lot of what happens next December with all the new Star Wars stuff that comes out for the new film. Well, why, why not? I treated myself from thinkgeek.com to a Bluetooth speaker shaped like a Death Star. Oh, there is some good stuff on that place. And if they want to sponsor us, of course, yeah. uh, they can do by going to our website. Yeah. Um, which we'll go to in a minute, because we, we're, not, we're not approaching the end yet. 
no, no, that's what I, did. I didn't want to. I didn't want to jump the gun. Didn't want to jump the gun. Um, but actually, I suppose you know that's that's quite a good segue. Not think geek, but Star Wars because we are mere at this point in time, days away from the launch of the new Star Wars trailer. Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh wait, and there is mentioned. there is one coming going about on the internet at the moment, which stars Rick Astley. That's not the real one. If you're watching that, you've just been rickrolled. That's not the official trailer. Um, <laughs> at no point does any Jedi think he's never going to give you up and never going to let you down. Turn around, or he may desert you, because, you know, Tatooine is yeah. pretty much like that. But yeah. the other stuff he definitely won't do. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, I, I don't know if you... What your memories were of The Phantom Menace... But I remember when that film was coming out and how excited I was with my 56K modem, mm. desperately, desperately waiting for that trailer to hit the net so I could see it. Um, but I didn't realise, I was reading an article about it today because obviously the anticipation is getting to fever pitch with the, you know, the news, it's, it's definitely coming out this week. Um, that when they released the first trailer for The Phantom Menace in America, it was being shown with three films. And what people were doing were buying tickets to go and see these films watching the trailer and then getting the, the head out of Dodge. <laughs> oh, I wonder Apparently what Star Wars were. fans weren't very big, weren't really interested in seeing Meet Joe Black. Alright, fair enough. So you can kind of understand it. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I do remember how excited I was to see that first trailer and seeing it for the first time and the, the, the joy of seeing a double-ended lightsaber. And, and thinking how hard Darth Maul must actually be. Exactly, and the crushing disappointment that he doesn't last as long as Boba Fett ever did. No, no, <laughs> absolutely amazing. Um, but it was a good fate. <laughs> hey, well, yeah, it just it just shame it ended so quickly. Yeah. But yeah, you, you, yeah, you're, you're right there. Um, I mean, that, that, that's I think that's the, the main concern. I was very excited for that trailer, saw it and loved it, and couldn't wait for the film. And I remember going to my local cinema first screening. You know, as soon as the doors opened, I was there, had my tickets booked it weeks in advance. And the kind of, even at the age of 16, the crushing disappointment, knowing that that didn't live up to expectation that we all left, had as we walked out of the building. Um, but uh, do, do you remember when that trailer came out and, and how you were about it? Uh, yeah, because it didn't really give away anything about Jar Jar being... Oh, you know what? I watched it again today. And he's in it about four or five times. But because you don't hear him speak, yeah. you just assume it's going to be all right. Yeah. <laughs> and in the, in the film, he speaks, and you realise it's not going to be all right. <laughs> oh, dear, oh, dear. No. Uh, so when are they, yeah. when are they estimating it? So, uh, and it's Christmas 2015, isn't it? It's, it's, uh, I believe it's the 18th of December 2015. Whoa. Um, and, uh, yeah, that, that's it. I don't even know... If it's being filmed in 3D, I'm guessing. I'm guessing they would do. I'm guessing they would do, but I don't. I don't know. I mean, we'll, we'll find out Friday because as soon as that trailer comes out, you know, it will say see in IMAX and IMAX 3D. And I believe they have done a few scenes in IMAX, which kind of keeps up to tradition of what they've been doing. Because Guardians of the Galaxy apparently had a couple of scenes in IMAX, um, and uh, and the Avengers as well. So. It would keep up with with that, um, but yeah, I, I think we'll know more. I think we'll know more Friday. Um, but that's not the only big trailer to come out this week. 
Go Has on, anyone then. seen the trailer for Jurassic World? I don't know. I've, I've, I've avoided that one successfully. But, you uh, know what? It's it's not it's not. You know, I wouldn't say you need to avoid it. No, really. Um, I think it looks all right. Mm. I mean, for 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 one thing, it's got Star Lord in it. All right, fair enough. Now, have, have we all seen Guardians of the Galaxy yet? By the way. No. No. Okay. When you see Guardians right. of the Galaxy, you'll realise that Chris Pratt is is the man for anything. Um, and he's the main character in Jurassic World, so already it can't be that bad. Um, but it, it looks fine. It, it looks good. Um, it looks it looks quite interesting. And again, they they show you a lot without showing you too much. Mm. But there is uh, there is a bit um, where it's it's obviously I wouldn't say taking a dig at, but is uh, homaging. Yeah. Uh, Shamu at SeaWorld. Oh, fair enough. So that was that was quite entertaining if you're if you're a theme park fan. Um, but yeah, no, it actually looks alright. It so, looks so, alright. So we've got, so, so we've got a trailer coming out for a film that's not released until December twenty fifth, December twenty fifteen. Yep. And yet, Bond twenty four is due for release October twenty fifteen, and heard nothing about it. You not heard anything about it. Uh, oh, well, no, no idea of when a trailer will be released for it. Well, I haven't started filming it yet. Yeah. But they've announced who the villain's going to be. Have they? Yeah. Ooh. We can talk about it on this podcast. It's our podcast. So yeah, we, it's not so. We, we can indeed. Yeah. Uh, Christoph Wentz. Really? Yeah. Really? Of, uh, of Inglorious Bastards and, and Django Unchained. Django. And, of course, everyone's favourite superhero film, The Green Hornet. Um, hey, he was good in it. Yeah, and <laughs> there's a few good things in that film, um, yeah. but yeah, so he's going to be the, the bad guy, but he's going to be a classic bad guy. What you mean he's going to shave his head and sit in a chair that spins round and have a white Persian cat? Mm, you <laughs> might be correct. <laughs> yeah, the, the strong rumor is he's going to be playing uh, Blofeld. Oh, for mm. the win. <laughs> I, I mean, I don't know if they'll shave him bald. I don't know if it will have Mr. Bigglesworth or whatever his version was called, um, but but yeah, it looks like that's that's who he's going to be. Yeah. So I mean, I've never read the book, so I don't know if if how Blofeld was in the films was how he was described in the books. Not that I give a crap about that anyway. No. They they'll just do whatever they want to. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, he he's a great actor, so you know, it, it's gonna be it's gonna be good, surely. Yeah. And a fancy dress party once dressed as Blofeld, complete with complete with cream suit with a little kind of priest collar <laughs> and and cat and bald wig and scarred on the face. I... It was a James Bond themed surprise birthday party. Excellent. And it was great fun. Just walking about stroking my cat, saying, I'm Mr. Bond. I I've got a friend's a friend of ours is uh... Uh, largish birthday is coming up, and uh, she's having a fancy dress party with with the theme of the letter S. Now, I was thinking of going as Slash and sticking on a big curly wig and, and taking one of my guitars with me, but I'm now thinking I should go Scaramanga and just wear a normal shirt and trousers from the <laughs> '70s and just have a stick-on nipple underneath the shirt. If anyone asks, everyone loves a, a, an extra nubbin. Um, <laughs> So, you know what? Uh, you know they, that expression, one man's trash is another man's treasure? 
Yeah. And it's just, it's because of what Mr. Donut said about who he dressed up as. Um, about, it must have been about 15 years ago, I bought a cuddly Mr. Bigglesworth cat from Austin Powers. Right? How, how was that possibly cuddly? Well, because it was made of it was cuddly stu- stuff. It, it was a stuffed plush. It just, it just it had, had no plush. hair. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it was very soft. <laughs> and I, I, I bought it in, in clearance when they were getting rid of the Austin Powers stuff and whatnot. And uh, I, was get, I was getting rid of stuff a few years ago. And uh, my ex-girlfriend, now wife, said to me, you have to get rid of it. Like, it's an ugly thing. Just get rid of it. And I, I, I bought it with the intent and purpose that one day I'd go to a party as Dr. Evil and it would all be funny. Um, so she said, just chuck it away. And I said, no, no, like, I'll stick it on eBay and, you know, there, there must be some yeah. money for it. And she said, you won't sell that for a fiver. I'm like, well, you know, we'll see. I'll suck it on for like 99p. I sold it for £54. <laughs> So someone must have been really desperate to finish off their fancy dress costume. <laughs> <laughs> but that just proves the point. Yeah. yeah. She said it wouldn't get a fiver. Oh, amazing. So, so before we leave the subject of movies, uh, one piece of news that came out this week yep. is Disney and Tumblr Classic Movies have signed a deal to rejuvenate the great movie race. Well, I heard, I heard this. I haven't seen, I didn't see the full story. So, as, is that official? That is going to happen. Yeah, yeah, that's right. So it sounds like um, we're gonna have, we're uh, gonna, we're gonna really do the beginning and the end. They're not gonna remodel any of the scenes, unfortunately. Um, but the pre-show and the post-show, you know, the movie clips at the end, yeah. mm-hmm. um, they're going to be they're going to be redone. Um, and then I think they're going to have some uh, like uh, movie posters, digital movie posters in the queue area as well. Uh, so, what, what, what do you think of that? Well, they're not going to change anything else. Yeah. No, not at the minute. No, they're not going to change any of the actual scenes in the. And the movie raid, only the, the show at the end and the little pre-show at the beginning. Now, I mean, you know, we're going to have listeners that are going to put us up on what I'm about to say, and that's fine, because, you know, I'm open to say I'm an idiot. For it. Yeah, pretty much. Um, but from from what I understand, the scenes have been the same since it first opened in 89. Yeah. Now, so. you know, we're getting rid of Indiana Jones because it's old hat and we you know we've all seen it done it been there worn a t-shirt or the Hawaiian shirt um or the, the Reebok in Cairo yep um the you know Star Tours was recently revamped for Star Tours 2 because that had had kind of run its course and served its purpose and they need to update that and they're both things that were there from when it opened so you're talking 25 26 years ago now um it would make sense if they were going to do something to that ride, they would make more than just changes at the front and back. You know, I wouldn't expect a complete overhaul, but I would be a little bit disappointed if the only things that change are the pre and post show. Yeah, I, I think it de- a lot of that ride depends on your definition of how you're using the word great. If, <laughs> if, 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 if great as in incredibly good, great movies, classics of history, then you know, where's the Citizen Kane and the Fritz Lang's Metropolis? Oh, wow. Um, but, you know, if it's great as in, I don't know, movies that are old, then yeah, they've got the right selection of movies. They don't need to add any new ones or take them away. 
I don't, I yeah. don't know. I think it depends on the definition. I mean, what movie would you like to see there without going universal? I would like to... You know what? Free Willy. Rocky. Rocky. Why not have, like, a little bit of Rocky in there? Yeah. Yeah, not just That's a bit... That's quite an of, iconic not, not, role. Not just a bit at the end when he's running up the stairs and then that goes on to another scene. In that, Punch, in that, punching the uh, the carcass. Yeah, in, in, that, in that triptych scene at the end, so... Yeah. Mm. Um, you could do that. Well, I mean, and you know what the scary thing is? We watched. Um, I watched it the first time ever a few days ago. Saturday Night Fever. Yeah. Never watched. Saturday Night Fever. Yeah. Now, oh, married married to um, someone who is obsessed with John Travolta. You know that was almost <laughs> divorce proceedings, which is why I had to watch it. And it's a, it's good. Like you know, there's nothing wrong with it. You know, perfectly good film, definitely of its time. And then you think that that film's almost forty years old. Yeah, that's true. And so, like, you know, I just said Rocky, but that's like over thirty years old. That's almost that's almost forty years old. Well, I, I, I think this makes another show. What what do we make the great movie ride? Right, that's it. Next yeah. show, give on. Recall, yeah. So, if anyone can remember, in seven weeks' time, when we call a movie show, that's that's going to be our topic. <laughs> you keep rubbing it in. We, we'll pick up. We'll pick up again where we left off. Yeah, so, we're so, back so, in the groove again. Yeah. To be honest, I don't think any any sod that listens to us has actually noticed that we do this with no new content. <laughs> Our old shows must be really good. Yeah, they should <laughs> just, just go back listening to them. We released the first series. <laughs> Special director's like, commentary um, edition. Um, yeah. yeah, no, I think, Paul, I think that's a great idea, and I think we'll, we'll start there. Um, the only two other bits of news that I think we do need to mention because they have been pretty big. Um, one I'm going to gloss over quite quickly. And I'll you'll see why in a minute. Um, the Mad Tea Party at Disneyland is ending, yeah. or has ended now. Um, and something else is likely to replace it in May, which it could be coming back or it could not be. There's been a lot of uproar uh, about it closing. A lot of people upset. I don't care because where are you when they close Electronica? Nowhere. Therefore, don't care. We, we've we've discussed gambling earlier, but if I was a gambling man, I would put money on a frozen party. Someone someone thought they'd heard a rumour that they were going to do something to Guardians of the Galaxy. I really don't get how that would work, personally, but bit of a 70s, whatever. Bit of a 70s soundtrack to it. Yeah. But yeah, I, I mean, Frozen would be the obvious one, but this is supposed to be something aimed more at adults. Yeah, and... And adults do love Frozen as well. I like Frozen, but I, I don't know if... I don't know. Mm, be interesting. So, you know, the the the, uh, the jury's out on that one, but uh, bring back Electronica. Um, so that's happened. Um, but also, and just this weekend, actually, Dom, um, has anyone seen the new queue for Peter Pan's flight? Nope. Yeah. They've redone it. Yeah. So, is it all interactive now? Um, not not so much interactive as such, but you actually go into the nursery. Okay. Are we talking uh, uh, Florida or Paris? Florida, Florida. Because I know Paris was under refurb for a bit as well. Yeah, yeah, not yet, not yet. But um, I think they're doing this as like a dummy run. Because yeah. for whatever reason, I mean, it is, it, I, I think it will be the ride that will outright, outlive all other rides. It's never quiet. No matter what park you're at, no. where you are in the world, it's never quiet. It's always got people on it. Yeah, even when it's a small world, it's empty. Yeah. As a classic. Yeah. 
Mm. You know, I, I think it's one of those ones that's, you know, even Shanghai is having their own version of it because it's that yeah. popular. So, um, yeah, so I think the, the aim was to do a, a more interactive um, queue like they've been doing with Haunted Mansion and uh, Snow White and, and Winnie the Pooh and stuff Pooh, like that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, but yeah, I saw some pictures and it looks pretty cool. So, okay. uh, Florida friends, go and check it out yeah, and any, let us know. Yeah, any, anyone who wants to come on and tell us about it, yeah. feel free. Please do let us know. We're, and if love. you do, of course, want to get in touch with us, yeah. they can visit us our lovely sparkly website at www.disasterdark.com or they can email us at podcast at disasterdark.com. Or they can tweet us at disasterdark or find us on facebook.com forward slash disasterdark and also on nicechat.com. And YouTube under disasterdark podcast uh, where I'm slowly but surely still updating vacation and holiday videos. Ah, Instagram, Pinterest, blah, 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 blah. Except B24, TuneIn Radio. Yeah, yeah, we're still there. Still there. Yeah, um, 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 the other one that you Just can, yeah. Pick your poison, pick your yeah. poison, give us a Why listen. Give us a listen to and uh, drop us a line, let us know how you do. Yeah. Thank you very much for joining us again, Tom. And, yeah. And, and thank you guys, and we will see you, hopefully, in about two weeks' time. Or sooner. Or sooner. You Who never knows? know. If we, if we actually get round to doing it again. Back and form. Ah, yes, thank you. I hit this button now. Bye. Growing older is mandatory. Growing up is optional. Diss After Dark, the podcast that's nearly the same as all the others. Yeah.